This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to Season 3 of Swicking with Chris. This is now, I guess, a trilogy. This is Episode 1 of Season 3 with somebody who I just had like a 20-minute conversation with about about his name because I didn't know what his name was and that's wrong on my part, I guess. But he, he, he goes by Hondo Falco. Hello, Hondo. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm I'm doing good, cause I can't say what, you, what your real name is. I can't pronounce it, right? Um, it's it's hard to pronounce. Everyone messes it up, and I've never cared for the orange origin of it. So, for argument's sakes, I just stick with Hondo Falco. It's 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 easier it's easier to say, and it's really it's a Star Wars, I guess, um, connection to yeah. To, it's my it's my Mando name from um uh, from the Mandalorian Mercs. It is. Um, well, this is the beginning of season three, um, so I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, do ten more this season uh, with some with some listeners out there in the world. So episode one will be Hondo Falco because you know he's we have a history, we have a past. Um, <laughs> it, it involves um, something big. Actually, I, I guess a pair of big hairy items. I guess is what I. Yep, and we'll get into that. We will get into that big hair. There's two big hairy items uh, down the road here. Um, but anyway, all right, Hondo. Um, question one for you, for the fans, for everyone out there. Where, where are you from? Uh, born and bred Brooklyn, New York. And I hear in your voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why I'm a huge beach fan. I always ask this: How far are you from the beach? If you had to go to the beach right now. If I want to go to the bad beach, I'm about 15 minutes away. Can I? But if I want to go to Coney Island, oh, I've never been there. Isn't that that um Ferris wheel? The Broadwalk, yeah, the Broadwalk's nice. The park, they've done a major job cleaning up the park area, but the beaches, ugh. And then we get jellyfish season out there, so it's like, uh, wow, 15 but, uh, Isn't that where they where they shot big? Is it? Is it? Coney uh, Island? No, that's Rye. That's Rye Playland. That's up in, um, I believe, Rye, New York. Okay. That's about maybe hour and a half, two hours away. Oh shit! Okay. But yeah, that's the good beach. Oh, so that's that's the other side is is a good beach. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking like is Brooklyn, New York. Why am I thinking like is it like wow it's in New York building skyscrapers or is it not? Uh, you're thinking of the island, which is Manhattan. That's what all the skyscrapers and everything. Yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is more the hometown of New York. It's uh, you know the Verrazano Bridge, Brooklyn Bridge. Um, it's basically a lot of homes and and, and stores and businesses and stuff Do like you, that. Can you see the, the, the skyline anywhere from from where, from where I live? I, I'm in I'm in an area called Sunset Park. It's the highest point in Brooklyn. So from there, you can actually see straight across the the river to Manhattan. Got the Statue of Liberty. The Twin no. Towers used to be there. All that stuff you can see it from from my area. 
Seriously. It's like, um, so, this is, you know, when 9-11 happened, you could see everything from from your house? Yeah, that was a crazy day. It, it was, um, it was, we were hearing reports on the news, but it started snowing, or what we thought was snow. And it turned out it was ash blowing in from over the river. So, coming home, they have a highway, highway called the Belt Parkway that runs around the, the edge of, of uh, Brooklyn to my area and yeah you saw we saw the buildings they were just on fire at that point oh. they hadn't so yeah that, that that you know you know what's the kids today have no idea like you know that what happened and all you know it's I even I, I've been hearing rumors that a lot of that's just not even being taught like uh, in their books and, and um, in school now like what yeah happened? there's they, they, they're, they glaze over it. Really. Yeah. Like my son in school, they, they really don't go too much into it uh, or the political reasons behind it and whatnot. I, I don't know why, but. Yeah. All right. Well, so you're a Brooklyn guy. All right. Uh, Brooklyn boy. Oh, there you go. Um, question two for you is what was your first Star Wars experience that, that you can remember? I don't remember anything. So. No. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, this is, yeah, way back in the days, um, my dad got a VCR and somehow scored a, a copy of, uh, episode four, A New Hope. Ooh. So watching that at home, like over and over and over and over again. And, um, not long after that, Empire Strikes Back came out in theaters. So that was my first real movie. I, that's when I put everything together. And, uh, I was just a diehard fan from that point on. Do you remember... I mean, if I can ask, you're how old again? You're probably my age, right? Uh, um, that's a good question. How old am I? I was born in '73. So. Me too. Um, I mean, I, I turn 49 in a week. Um, so okay. yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you remember? Remember back in the day, and the only one I can remember, I don't know why this is, was Batman '89. Remember when a VHS copy of a movie was a hundred dollars? Yes. Okay. RKO videos. If you wanted to buy it for your for your video store, you had to go to a place called RKO in the city, and you would buy a movie, and that movie would be like eighty, ninety bucks. Why? Like I I was just thinking about that the, the, the other day. Like why was a VHS eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars? Because the only people buying them were video stores that would rent them out then. And that's how they made their money back. It wasn't open to the public to go out and buy VHS cassettes. It's only after like yard sales or when things mm -hmm. movies got sold and nobody rented them that you were actually able to buy them. And that's why we always recorded movies. We do the dual VCR thing and yeah. put tape over the little over that little uh, hole in the VHS cassette so we could make a copy. Yeah, yeah. And you had to hit record and play at the same time. Yep. Couldn't hit play because then it played it. They couldn't hit record because it wouldn't work without hitting fucking play afterwards. Yeah, I just I remember the, the sign for Batman 89's Batman. It said you can own your copy ninety nine ninety five, and it's like I, I can't like when Suncoast Video. Remember that store in the mall? Yep. Here and there. Yeah. They had tapes. I'm assuming before DVDs were out, and they were never hundred bucks each copy. Nah, they were. You you get a movie for about twenty four or twenty five bucks. Yeah. 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 So I was just wondering, like, if your if your dad was it was it a recorded copy? It, of it was a it, yeah, it was a bootleg copy. Okay, something that somebody recorded off of something. He got his hands on it. 
There's, there's... Now, what's funny about that Batman movie, when that came out with Michael Keaton, yeah. I actually left my brother in the hospital. He had gotten into a motorcycle accident. All right, hold on. And, Stop. Uh... <laughs> so you left your brother in, in, in the emergency room to go see Batman? Well, I took... My my video place had it on hold for me for the, to rent, and he called me up. He's like, the tape's in. You got to come get it. And I'm looking at my brother. He had the you know, car cut him off, and he flipped over the car on his bike. And I'm like, you're okay? Okay, I'll, I'll catch you at home. And I left to go pick up the tape so I could watch Batman at home. Was it an older brother or a younger brother? It was an older brother. Older he brother. suck it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he can suck it up. Yeah, come on, give me a break. Did... Did you say, but but I'm gonna get Batman, and we can I'll bring it home. We can both watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, of course he didn't because he had to stay overnight. But you know that was his loss. Right, right. You saw it twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's 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 incredible. And all you know, we had a store video connection was the one we had here in town that had like the the signs to buy the movies for like you know eighty and ninety hundred bucks. Yeah, that's hysterical though. Because I th- I think I know like a. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith's story, I think he was working at Domino's, I think. And Batman came out that weekend and he worked it for an hour and saw his friends waiting in line to see it. So he quit Domino's and went into the line to watch Batman. <laughs> well, I can't think of a better reason. Right? I mean, Batman, you know, told people uh, what was more important. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Family or, or pizza or, or, or Keaton as Batman, you know? You know? Yeah. Um, what, all right, question number three, which I have a feeling with you might be a pretty deep question. Um, who is your favorite obscure character? And you can pick whatever you like now. TV, comics, movies, books, anything. Uh, Movie-wise, I was obsessed with the Gamorrean guards oh, when, um, when yeah. I saw Return of the Jedi. And it's just that, that whole scene with... You know, the Rancor eating him, and I'm like, this is, he was just so squishy and whatever. I don't know what it is. But I always thought those guys were so cool and, you know, begged my parents to go out and buy me, you know, Gamorrean guards for my Star Wars set and oh, wow. and whatnot. But, yeah, now it's, you know, Boba Fett and everything. But right. he's I don't consider him an obscure character because, you know. Yeah, because everyone, you know, he, he was... I guess Showed 80, up in two movies, so yeah. You know. And eighty three, he he was. Then you know now there everything has him appearing in it. Um, what did you? Th- I want to ask you. Um, the book of Boba Fett. What did you think about the Gamorrean guards outfits or They're, how they look like the new style of them? Yeah, I I liked it because it was a lot more practical. Like they were actually able to move around. If you go back and watch Return of the Jedi, those guys could barely move. You could push them over, you know. But yeah, in this, the way they did it in the uh, Book of Boba Fett, they can actually get pretty physical and fight and whatnot. And I thought that was a really cool idea where they kept enough of it so you knew what who he was. But at right. the same time, it was it's more practical. They did the same thing with the Trandoshans and stuff, and I just really enjoyed how they did it. Well. We were just at Celebration, Tim and I, and we went, there was an after, it was a weird event. It was like, after the actual convention, across the way in the Hilton was, Official Picks had more guests that, mm. I asked, I, it just didn't, they, I asked um Kevin Lyle about, like, he was working with Stephen Constantino, who played a Gamorrean guard back in 83, um, I asked him, why is everyone like not in the show? Why are they over here? And, and he he said he was told because of space. 
They had so much fucking space in that place. I don't know why. What was the real reasoning? I don't know. But they had someone named, I forget the first name, someone named Colin and and somebody named Frank, somebody. They were the two Gamorrean guards in the in the new uh, Boba Fett show. I yeah. got their autographs. One was, I th- one's is like a, a UFC fighter, I think. And, all, mm. and they were nice. They were nice, and I, I asked them, you know, how'd you get the job, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, but it looked a lot easier putting on those outfits than back in 83's outfits. Yeah, like even in the the, the quick, um, when you first saw them in uh, The Mandalorian, uh, when they were in the ring fighting with the uh, the fiber waxes oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it just looked really good. I mean, you had to get used to seeing their skinny legs, but, you know. In comparison to you know to what we remember, but still it was you know the fighting was more you know practical and and just effective I think for the the, the show, but uh, no it, it was pretty cool. I just sad. Well, I'm assuming they're dead. I mean they did fall off a cliff. True. Yeah, this is true. But we didn't see a body. So. But that's the know. thing. Everybody in Star Wars can fall and they'll 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 be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll fall yeah. down a fucking shaft and they'll they, they come back. But I think. Gamorrean guards too. I think um, back in the day, I think I love those guys too because I think the action figure when you bought it, it was fatter and it was like yeah, you, you felt like you were getting like I don't know like two action figures. <laughs> kind was, of yeah, cause yeah. It was so different than all the other figures, right? And they were and how they were dressed and and that and that battle axe like. It was a really cool thing to, to hold it in your hand, and and you know everyone calls them pig guards and, and whatnot. Yeah, it was different. And wasn't Jet, the the, yeah. the design of the Gamorrean guard wasn't it actually from like a Friar Tuck character from uh, Robin Hood? That I see Costner. it. That makes that makes sense. I, I think I, they used the same mold, but they changed like the head features and stuff. Yeah, because the guy who played Friar Tuck was the, someone from whose line back in the day. I don't know his name, but it was like, yeah, he looked... I can see that now, since, since you brought it up. Yeah, hell yeah. I probably learned that from watching your show. <laughs> something you guys brought up or something. And you're asking me to remember that? I, I'll i say, okay. <laughs> oh, I know. You don't remember nothing. That's, that's I remember anything. I don't even remember who I'm talking to. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. Um, question four, which I always like how how this is, is answered. How did you find our podcast? Uh, that was weird because I never listened to podcasts, I, and I hate radio, so I would only listen to talk radio. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just, music nowadays, I'm just like ah. But um, my brother would listen to podcasts. My older brother, when I left in the hospital, and, <laughs> I'm surprised uh, he still talks to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, you got to hear this podcast. It's 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 pretty good. They um they do that thing that you do." I'm like, "What the hell do I do?" He goes, <laughs> yeah. "You know, you you build the armor and stuff." So I was like, "Oh, it's a podcast about armor." He goes, yeah, but they they auction it. So my first episode I heard was the last uh, Artmore project that you guys did. Shit. And uh, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I was like, I was kind of getting into it. I was getting, you know, the way you guys interact with each other. And from that point, I just kind of was bouncing around to different episodes until I I was kind of hooked on it at that point. You guys were cracking me up back in the day. I was working nights, so you know, you had to have something playing. While you're uh, to kill yeah. time, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome though. Like I never, I think you're the first person I've I've spoken to that got hooked on from the Armor Project, like to start listening, which is I guess totally like that was an awesome thing that we did, and then our, our episodes are kind of sorta of, like totally 
Nah, opposite. But we just go fucking off on that shit. Like we were trying to be nice to raise money for armor, and the other yeah. one we're, we're talking about ball hair. <laughs> at all that's that's see I, I it's a, it's a good thing that you still talk to your brother then okay yeah there you go there you go um question five go into full detail um mm-hmm. did you ever meet any one of us i've met all of you please at, uh, tell us so ce- celebration 2017 and um, I got to meet all of you guys, and I presented you all with honorary badges as uh, honorary Mandalorian mercs. Damn right. And I presented you yeah. with the very lucky and potent Wookiee testicles. I actually, they're hanging right over, I can see them from here, hanging from my um, staircase rail on the bottom. So I see them a lot, I, I touch them a lot, and I remember. You I, them for good luck. <laughs> I think I think see my memory's kind of good here. Did you say like something like good luck flying home or good luck explaining these in your luggage? You said something about that. Good luck yes. getting these home. Cuz I had them in my bag flying from New York to Florida <laughs> and um not even thinking, they go through the x-ray machine and the guy sees these two large round objects in my bag so mm-hmm. he has to open it up and check it out and he's looking at them. And he looks at me, and he looks at my wife, and he's like, what is this? So my my wife is embarrassed. I was all hell. And she's, like, trying to explain, oh, he's a he's a costumer. And, you know, it, it's a part of a costume. It's it's from a creature from the Star Wars universe. And I'm looking at him, like, they're Wookiee balls. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, okay, I see. And he closes the bag up, pushes it along. Holy shit, he was, he was okay. With hearing you say, oh, they're just... Simple wookie, explanation. Wookie they're ball. wookie yeah. balls. There you go. <laughs> I don't remember getting asked, going through um, um, security or anything about about those balls. Well, you got lucky. They were freaking yeah. strict on my airport. <laughs> Maybe it was the same guy, and he said, oh, they're just wookie balls. He's like, oh, wookie balls. I've seen these before. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... I, I, I remember. I think we had a panel, right? And and you, yep, you um busted in and and with 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 your team, your your, your Mercs, and and then My it was client. an honor. Yeah, it was an honor. It was a lot of fun, and yeah. I, I whipped those guys up at the last second. I'm like, who wants to be on a podcast? I got a friend that's doing a podcast. So I grabbed a bunch of people. And we just stormed out there for you guys. Yeah, that was the that was cool. Was that was that the last celebration you were at? So far, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I could do the Florida ones. I can't do Anaheim and stuff yeah. like that. Well, we only went to Anaheim. Uh, my wife's never been out west, so she was like, "I'll only go if we can see nine hundred two one zero location." I said, "Okay." So, <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even know where the hell Anaheim was. I just know it's not near me, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> I know Disneyland is in Florida. I could justify that with the wife, you know? Right, right. Yeah, this make is a true. vacation out of it. But that's what we did too. We hit Disneyland out there. She's like, "Yeah," you know, and I didn't care. Because I haven't been to the um, Galaxy's Edge yet until then. Mm, so I was like... Oh. I still haven't been there. No? I, no, I, still. I, it's... You will cry. I mean, when you walk up the hill or whatever, and you see that, that Falcon, that parked Falcon, it just gets... That is me. my favorite vehicle. So, it's like, yeah. that was the first Star Wars vehicle I ever had as a kid. And the idea of being able to go inside and walk around. I'm like such a nerd with that stuff that... 
my son got me into Minecraft late in life. Yeah. And I actually build a Millennium Falcon in Minecraft so you can go inside and walk around all the different cabinets and, you know, the cockpit area where the engine room is, all that stuff. Well, so, it's uh, just, just, just wait. Just try, try to hold back. Like, just I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe of how real it looked. Oh no, you, you're like me, man. We suffer from emotional diarrhea, and yeah. you know, <laughs> I will tear up. I, I guarantee it. I will. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's like, and here's the thing. Like, and they, they have. I think it's the rise of the resistance. I think it's called. Then, mm-hmm. then, the, which was fucking the greatest ride I ever, I've ever been on. Now, it's, it's. I can't believe it. But I always like deep down. I'm like, oh, just imagine if all this here was like the original trilogy stuff. You know what I mean? Like, forget Kylo yeah. and Ray. Like, just if it was the Falcon and a speeder bike thing. Like, if it was like something from like those movies, how much more I would love it. I, I would just, I would fall over and cry for like a week. Yeah, we we lucked out. I don't have you ever tried the VR Star Wars VR thing that came out. No, it I've was, seen like, it. I've seen around. it. We got to do it when it was in Manhattan, and uh, me and my son did it. It's freaking amazing how the virtual reality works, and just you know, you feel the heat. Yeah, just your whole concept of like stepping on, walking on roadways that have no railing, and you swear to God, you're gonna fall off. No way. But um, it was so cool. It was, and and the storyline is, it's a good 15 minute um, walkthrough. You're like rebel spies breaking in uh, disguised as stormtroopers um, to steal a, uh, a relic from Vader's vault on Mustafar. And it's freaking crazy. But uh, it's really cool. My son's shorter than me, so I look over and he's like a short stormtrooper. Holy yeah. shit. So it, it's, it's just so cool how the whole how the whole setup is done. But don't they have like the, the virtual shit now for like the PlayStation? Yeah, but you're kind of staying in one area. Okay. Like they have the vir- they have the virtual games now, but this was like you walked around. You had to follow uh, an instructor took you different places, and you physically walked. You had to step onto this platform that you know was like a like a lava speeder that take you to the loading dock area. Oh wow! We had to hack a computer. You know, we stole guns from a gun rack, and now we have weapons to shoot. And you're actually shooting at stormtroopers that are coming from around the corner. It was crazy. Like kids, kids today too don't know how how much fun they have it with what's gonna come out. You know, Star Wars, the Disney Plus shit, the fucking video games. Like back in our day, Star Wars stopped in 1983. Dude, the only, the only good Star Wars game I had as a little kid was what Atari uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it had the you little had to fly the little speeder. You had to shoot the yeah, little dot on the ad. Little oh, black dot that would go that you had to catch up to or, or find. Yeah, I I was a huge fan of the Nintendo 64 Rogue Squadron one. Oh yeah, those were good. Yeah, yeah, like 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 those those even the ones now aren't. I don't know. They're still not. Although we are, we are playing the the Star Wars Lego game now. The Anakin, the and the Skywalker story. The Skywalker. Yeah, I just picked it up. Where we're I'm tr- I'm a perfectionist with that stuff, so, so I, I have to unlock everything. Gotta get before every coin. Gotta get everything. Story. Yeah. Yep. We were stuck yeah. for a while for at uh, at at Maz's castle. Cause I haven't even gotten to that yet. It says something like "Go talk to Maz," and we go, we see Maz, and you can't talk to her. Then I went on, you know, I went online. I hate cheating. I went online to say, to, and asked, like, why can't I pass this? Almost half the world said that they that their game wouldn't let them pass. 
So it's they, a glitch. Yeah, it was a glitch that they had to fix. So maybe a two, three weeks later, it came up saying that that, that part is now fixed. So we were like, yeah. oh, thank God, because you, you, you couldn't talk to her. Yeah, I started I started in timeline-wise, so I started on um, Phantom Menace. And that too. part where, where uh, Qui-Gon goes under the water to the Gungan City, yeah. every time I jumped in the water, the game would freeze. Yeah, ours for two for a little bit off and on. Yeah, then that same thing happened. It was like after a while, they just there was an update, and then that got fixed. Yeah, it's an awesome. I, I love, I love, I love little little jokes and shit. And, and, and hit here and there. Oh yeah, like, that's a game. Enough, you can't kill the kids though. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a game that that me and my son Luke. You know, he, we we have rules like you know we, we don't play this game unless we're both home together. So that's a game that we don't play until we're both in the same. Well, my one rule is don't spend my money because I'm very strategic <laughs> when it comes to what characters I unlock because right. I, I got to get my bounty hunter. I got to get my scavenger. Don't buy a Wookiee. I got three Wookiees already. I don't need a fourth Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. So my son, my son had to learn that. Don't spend my money. You spend your money. Don't spend my money. All right. Question. Where were we? <laughs> Um, um, we just did number five, so okay. we're up to six. All right, question number six here for you. Um, what is your favorite part of our show? Um, I had to think hard on that one because uh-huh. I, I had different parts I like okay. about the show, but I think the parts I always enjoyed, especially because they keep coming up every now and then, are your stories from back in the day of you guys hanging out in Quaker Town and whatnot. Uh, yeah. What was it? The, the girl with the black tooth. Yeah, the girl with the black tooth um, at, at the Q-Mar that yeah, gave me yeah. Andy. Yep. <laughs> or uh, what the hell was it? Was it Tim? Had a guy knock on his window asking for the time? No, that was me. I was going to work. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Driving early. I leave around 3, quarter after 3. And hey, now, if anyone's outside in the street at 3.30 oh, or whatever. I, dude, I know. I work in the city, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so. Something's wrong. And yeah. tap on the window saying, what time is it? That just, that just was it. Yeah, that's cold, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, all those, like, those those freaking stories of you guys just hanging out at the theater, you know, working on the theater and stuff. I, I, I freaking love that stuff. Because a lot of it's, like, the same goofy stuff that we used to do, you know, with my friends when we were kids and stuff. So, I get a kick. I mean, I like the show. Don't get me wrong, you know. <laughs> but, but, uh. Whenever you guys start talking about, you know, back in the day, I'm like, ooh, okay, here we go. <laughs> now, now is when the show gets interesting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had, Christ, I've, I've known Dave since kindergarten, and Tim since high school, and Matt since high school. It's like, we all have, in our jobs, our old movie theater job, we all have so much history together, you know? And that's, and you're not the only one. A lot of people, like, how we're, they, we're just, they, we sound like we, how am I going to word this? That to the listeners, we sound like we're their friends. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they can just yeah. relate to all the fucking dumbass stories. Yeah, you hear a lot of podcasts now where people there's a lot of fake enthusiasm and and stuff, and yeah. you know, even even their co-hosts are people that they half of them never even met. You guys have history, and you can hear that in the way you talk to each other and stuff, and. You can't fake that. You know, that's, that's, what makes, that's something genuine. Yeah, we bust, you bust each other's balls, and, and we don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know. But yeah, there's some shows just suck the living shit out of the Star Wars cock. You know what I mean? They yeah, just, yeah. There's nothing Star Wars can do wrong, you know. You know? 
Oh no, Star Wars got it. I love Star Wars, but it's got its issues. Yes, it does. You yes, know? it does. You gotta accept that. Uh, question seven for you: Do you have a favorite episode of ours? Uh, the Imperial Guard episode. Ooh, why and is that? It was just the story you guys were talking. Like you start reasoning how these guys never left Palpatine's side, and I forget who it was, but it was like so. Like if the Emperor's masturbating, are they just standing right there? And then the whole thing with the Force sock came up, and it <laughs> cracked me up. I could not stop laughing. Just hand me my Force sock, you know. <laughs> I remember Turn that away. Now. Don't look at me. <laughs> look away. Look away. And, and if so. if they're standing right that close to them, and they're wearing red, like bright red, if any if any kind of stain gets on there, it's it's fucking oh, yeah. on there. It's showing up. It, yeah, you don't need no fucking uh, UV light to see that stain. Uh, they keep that little uh, tied stick in their pocket just to <laughs> rub it on until they get home, and clean it off. <laughs> they go home to their wives. Your watches, would you? <laughs> don't ask what it is. Just watch. <laughs> I forgot, about, I forgot about that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. No, you guys got some really good episodes, but that one had me cracking up. Um, all right, question eight, and you can answer the same way almost everyone else is. Um, what do you want more of uh, on the show? Holiday specials, man. Ooh, those I are fun. I miss your holiday specials. And you know I've written you guys two songs. You have. Yeah, you have. Yes, I wrote a Boba Fett song recently and i did a jingle fett song like two years ago for you guys you know and i'm like i i miss those 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 uh those shows you do the reruns on them and i'll still listen to them i don't care well that like i think i'll give i'll give credit credit to matt and dave i think were really the um writers like like they they wrote shit and the songs and everything and then tim and i just read you know Read the you read your lines, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we don't, as as you can tell from back in the day, uh, they try to have me sing certain songs, and for some reason I can't get the tone right or the melody right in my head. Yeah, um, but it's it's a blast. Those those two are, are, are fantastic when they like. I always wanted to do like rather than a a, a Christmas one, like a Halloween episode, like something something that you know like. Do the Friday Thirteenth or Elm Street kind of storyline, but Star Wars it up. Hmm. And all, you know, you know what I mean. Like you I want to do like that kind of thing. Do a contest and make the fans write it for you guys. That's Guarantee that's you, you, they'll do all the work. All you got to do is just you know record it. Do you know what's weird? I was I was I was just 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 thinking that the the fans were going, oh my god yeah I'll do this but deep down the four of us are like this is our way of being lazy and have have them do all the work. Yep. <laughs> I, I kind of like that and all. There you go. Hey, you got fans. Use them. <laughs> all right. Um, almost done here. Question nine. Okay. If there was a movie poster in, in a lobby, and it said like Star Wars and character, and there's a tagline, what would you have the tagline say? God, that was the one I could not think of a good answer for. But all that kept popping in my head was "Come for the tip, stay for the bulls." <laughs> And and this poster then has to have the Wookiee yes, balls. Yes, I have the Wookiee balls hanging from somebody's neck. So, <laughs> yes, somewhere on someone's neck are the Wookiee balls, and and all and the other three just holding them. There you go. All right. Okay. All right. Question number ten for you, Honda. This is my this is my favorite question. And I'm I'm assuming you know what this one is. Oh yeah. Okay. 
I'm assuming you you did your homework and and you already have your answers lined up, right? I gave it some thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, all right question ten. There's um, you know that that fuck Mary kill game, right? Out yep. there in the world. Now there's four of us, so I added a, a high five. So you had to fuck one of us, marry one of us, kill one of us, and high five one of us. Okay. You can go into full detail if, if you want to light a candle while you tell the story right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some music playing here. Yeah, play play some Michael Bolton in the background, real soft. Well, straight off, um, I, I'd have to kill Dave uh, for any reason, just for the hell of it. Just just to see what a, a human taking a, a human life feels there like. There you go. Yeah, because let's face it, Matt Matt puts all the work in, so I got to give him a high five. He does. Yes, he does. You know, Tim Tim does some good voices, so I, I'd have to marry him. Uh oh. Which leaves you to, you know, sorry, but, you know. Hey, hey, don't be sorry. <laughs> All right, well, you know, I it is an honor to be in, you know, fucked by uh, a Mandalorian merc. So. There you go. And why well, I brought that up, please, like, I, I explain, like, your your character and, and the whole merc tradition for you. Okay, so the Mandalorian Mercs, we're a um, Star Wars costuming club that specializes in making Mandalorian armor, uh, in-universe Mandalorian armor. We were doing this for going on maybe 15 years now, so we we were Mandos before it was cool to be Mandos. That's awesome. And um, now with the the whole release of uh, Mandos coming out in the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian TV show, Book of Boba Fett, now, now it's like... Is our moment to shine, I guess. You know? yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we're having a lot of fun with that. There's a whole new era of armor. If you, I don't know if you've noticed, if you look at um, the Mandalorian show, a lot of the armor looks different than Boba Fett's style armor. And I have been noticing that, yes. Actually. It's called, it's now called Post Imperial Armor. And it's, we, we base our armor during what time frames, um, uh, that that set of armor will be worn in. So Mandal- um, Boba Fett's armor is more of a modern style armor or modern age. So the new stuff is post-imperial. Then you have your earlier stuff, which will be Crusader, Neo-Crusader, and things like that, uh, which are very difficult and complicated to make. But what we do as a group, not only is just building the armor, we also raise money for different charity groups, nice. uh, much like the Fightful First and the, the Rebel Legion, uh, Saber Guild. Um, we all get together and put on shows, uh, do lots of sports events and stuff like that, and uh, visit children's hospitals. Uh, Robert Wood Johnson Hospital in New Jersey is a, an event we do every year for terminally ill children, which is it's a hard event to do. I mean, oh, they love us there. Yeah. The kids are great, but it's, you know, it's again, hard to, it's, to like, see that happening to little kids. Yeah. And you got to think of it. We, we go every year. So there are some kids we see from the previous year and there's mm-hmm. a lot of kids, unfortunately we don't. And yeah. it's, it's heartbreaking. Wow. But you know, for that, for that day, those kids are ecstatic, you know, having Star Wars characters That's walking nice around dancing with. It's, it, you know, it's, the problems are there, but you take their minds off the problems for that day. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of work like that, and it's it's a lot of rewards. We we, we really enjoy doing the stuff that we do, and you know, seeing the smiles on kids' faces. Plus, you know, we're big Star Wars nerds, and it gives us an excuse to 
walk around in you know plastic armor and stuff. Right, so. and, and and play yeah, play dress up and all. But kids, yeah, even fans nowadays, you know, want to take take pictures with you. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, it yeah. makes you feel good oh, for yeah. all the work, hard work you put into it. It's like it pays off. Yeah, cosplaying really it was there back in the day, but it wasn't until. Um, the shows really started coming out. Cosplay really started becoming, I think, when anime and New York Comic Con became a thing. Yeah. Cosplay in New York really picked up, and everybody just started really doing cosplay. So it was more accepting for us to walk around and do this. Like, again, 15 years ago, you, you'll you see me coming out of the train station dressed in full Mando armor because I'm walking to a con. And, you know, people were crossing the, you know, on the other side of the street. Right. But now it's like, oh, there's a convention somewhere. You know, people automatically know, mm-hmm. you know, so not, not so many people calling the cops on us anymore. No, no, no. Um, I'm guessing if and when there's a next celebration in Orlando, you're going to be there, right? I will definitely be at the next Orlando one. Okay. I was disappointed to hear about the, the, the new location for next year, but it is what it is. Well, when we, when we were that out there watching, you know, the the, the, the fucking um the final what's it called the the last panel of the day what's that called the, the closing ceremonies the yeah um you know it, they're always they always suck because they just they just recap what happened I always like seeing the the montage that they make to see if I oh I know I saw that person oh yeah I saw that person hey that's us blah 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 but it's always a boring thing half an hour forty minutes of like you know of nothing. Yeah. Just to see where the next one is, and when it came up, the guy who plays Inquisitor on the uh, Obi Wan this season came out. He's from Europe or Britain or whatever, and that kind of hinted. And then they said, "Oh next, yeah," and you know what I mean. The next one's out there. I was relieved because I was like, I can't go to another celebration in eleven months. I said, "This year, <laughs> this one alone, you need a break." Yeah, it gives me two yeah. years to pay off what I'm fucking I spent out there. And to start saving for the fucking next one, and I, I really hope after the Europe one, what's twenty twenty four? I guess it will be. It will be. Um, it will be uh, in Orlando. Like it has to be. It's going to bounce from Anaheim to Orlando. I think Chicago was a weird spot to have it. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like when Chicago popped up before, I have friends who live in Chicago, and they're like, "There's nothing to do out here." So it's like if you're going to celebration, that's literally all you're going to do. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, other than eating bad pizza, it's just really nothing to do. Yeah. So I'm like, why would I want to go out there? That's why when Florida popped up, I'm like, definitely we got to do this. Yeah. So. Well, that's, that's, nah, we'll, that's, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's there again in a couple of years and then hopefully we can see one another again in person and we can, you know, hug. I'll bring in a fresh set of balls. <laughs> Please, because these balls are beginning to get a little bit stinky now. Well, the new, the new set I'm making, I'm going for Ewok balls, and I want to have um, scented oils inside, <laughs> so you can wear them as little, like little fruity de- deodorant, de- uh, deodorizers or something. Well, I'm assuming. So. I mean, if you're going to be like, if you're going to be accurate, you have to have. They got to be a lot smaller. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, they'll be a lot smaller. Okay. So you can wear like a like a, a wrist bracelet or something. I just, I just <laughs> yeah. maybe earrings. I don't want you to down the road to make Rancor balls, please. I was thinking about that the other day, no, and weren't. I was trying to figure out spandex uh, using spandex le- um, um, lizard scale uh, <laughs> material because I already got the eggs. I had to. Do, I, I bought a bunch of these eggs at Michael's because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to do the fuzzy egg from the Mandalorian, and I'm looking at the two of them like these look like giant 
testicles. I'm like, ooh, do Rancors got testicles? I gotta look that up. You know, so that that's another project of mine. You know, do you think anyone out there in the world until right now has thought of Rancors testicles? Probably not. But Probably you know not. what? I'm a trendsetter, so this this is what Star Wars and character does. We we bring these questions to you from our fans. That's right. Break the barriers, man. <laughs> well, Hanu, do, do you want to plug anything? Do you want to advertise anything right now? Um, if you're interested in learning how to make Mandalorian armor by hand, it's not as hard as it as you think it is. Check out MandalorianMercs.org, uh, or you can find us on Facebook under Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club. Or if you live in the New York area and you're looking for the closest chapter to you, that would be Falco Clan. And you can find us at Falco Clan at Mandalorian Mercs on Facebook as well. That, that's awesome. Um, Hondo, I want to thank you. Seriously, you, you're the first uh, person for season three, and, and I thought you, and I was like, I gotta, ha- I gotta have him on. And I want to thank you for, for your time. <laughs> nah, no problem, bro. It was an honor. Thank I you. Was, I was sitting home going, I wonder if this guy's ever going to call and ask me if I can be on his show. <laughs> Well, it was weird. It's like I, I thought, you know, I'm thinking of people, and then towards the end, I'm like, well, I, I, you know. And I was, I actually, I'll be honest. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna have Hondo on. I'm like, let me go back in my notes. Did I have him on <laughs> first two seasons? I'm like, no, I, I did. I write no, down. No, we names. only talk on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't see in here. You know, I, I, I want him on. So, uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, no problem. No problem. Everyone out there. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes of Spooking With Me. It's, it's a good time. Who knows? Maybe you'll be the next person I am um, talk to about, you know, Harry Rancor balls and all, you know? There you go. <laughs> but, Hanna, thanks again, man. No problem, brother. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. Um, see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.